Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs, Jr. Hello, and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage, while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men, but moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court, and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day while also helping men understand marriage and courting not dating in the catholic faith why because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage in this 165th episode the holy lover series continues with how to save my catholic marriage when my wife has given up and today we cover uncover gift 27 how premature ejaculation devastates a marriage Plus, live phone calls from you answering your marriage in crisis questions. So get in that cue at callingstudio.com slash Radical One. And please remember to give back and help other marriages by sharing this podcast. And if you are getting value, give it a big thumbs up. Don't wait. Get in that cue for some resolution to your marriage confusion. So we have the quote of the day, quote, sexologists state that the curve of arousal in women is different from that in man. It rises more slowly and falls more slowly. The man must take this difference between male and female reactions into account, not for hedonistic, but for altruistic reasons. There exists a rhythm dictated by nature itself, which both spouses must discover so that climax may be reached both by the man and by the woman. End quote. St. Pope John Paul II book, Love and Responsibility. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confused. All right. All right. I hope everybody had a good weekend and that you're having a good Tuesday morning. And today we're going to talk about uh, my radical rant of the day um, is, um, of course, today we've, it's obvious. So we're going to talk a little bit about sex, the marital embrace, the Holy Quest, however you, whatever you want to call it. And this subject is very, very important because I wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't. A lot of marriages are destroyed. The divorce rate is above 50%, probably more. Women file for divorce more, way more than women, about 80% of the time of divorces. So we've got to ask ourselves, what in the heck is going on? Okay, so we're going to address that today and tomorrow. 
um, and uh, maybe more. I don't know. But right now, I'm, I'm planning on two episodes for this. And I hope that you guys stay with me um, because, you know, sometimes you got to put it out there so we can answer the question. Um, the Saints did the same thing. St. Thomas Aquinas uh, inside his bed, inside not his bedroom, but the bedroom. The Saints, St. Alphonse Gloria, they have to ask. They have asked these types of questions themselves. Um, why? To get the answer, to discover the answer. And so, as you all know, I, I advocate that uh, the marital embrace, sex, is the second most important thing in your marriage besides um, prayer and spiritual warfare. Um, for a reason. Why? Because without that help that hurts the emotional closeness in your marriage and sex is one of the main one of the main things God has given us to keep our emotional connection with our wife. And once that emotional connection is gone, most times so is the marriage and so is our wife. And many men don't understand that. And it's time to get our head out of the sand and start to understand how important this is. No longer can we just keep thinking, well, sex is just sex. Sex is not important. Marriage is not important. Everybody talks a big game about marriage, but nobody want to do nothing about it. So I've decided to cover subjects that EWTN don't cover. And that's because EWTN has a different mission than me um, and other things like that. You know, people don't like uh, when I talk about sex, probably, and it don't really doesn't matter. Um, but I understand I'm a marriage coach and I understand where things go wrong. I understand about what, you know, pretty much what women need while they're miserable and the same with men. And as a, as a, um, as a community, it's time for us to, to begin to try to figure out why do 80% of women file for divorces? Why is the divorce rate at 50-60% or more and people are, are people living together and they're not getting married and things like that? Okay, so, you know, let's be honest. Let's talk about the truth. Um, I put doing this show off for a long time because I want to, you know, I, I talk about it in my program. It's easier to talk about it in my program because, you know, it's an intimate thing. And I, and I, I, I help guys with specific situations when it comes to sex. But when you put it on your podcast, you know, you have to be careful how you talk about things. But as you guys know, I talk about sex. I'm a little a little graphic, but I'm very, you know, I try my best to be as subdued as I can. Um, but you got to put it out there and do what it needs to do. So how to save my marriage when my wife has given up. Another thing, the effects of premature ejaculation on a marriage. Today is gift 27 and gift 27 states a holy lover is not a premature ejaculator. So what is a holy lover? And since it's been a while since I've covered the, since I've been, uh, since I've, you know, done the holy lover gifts, I want to explain what is a holy lover and the 33 gifts of a holy, holy lover. So holy lover doesn't necessarily mean sex. It doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means. What holy lover means is number one, you as a man becoming the uh, the man God created you to be. And number two, you as you becoming the husband that your wife needs. And within those though that context, there are the 33 gifts of a holy lover, which I have created and I ask that every man in my program bestow these gifts up on their wife so that their wife will understand how much they care about them and how much they love them and how much they do not want them to leave and how much they want to work on the marriage and how much they're willing to do what it takes to repair the damage that many husbands do every day, which is why 80% of women file for divorce. Okay. 
So I had a client um, tell me the other day that growing up Catholic really hurt uh, his mindset about sex. Um, he said that it was always about mortal sin and going to hell or the pain and anguish that he would experience if he got someone pregnant or he did it outside marriage. He said in college that that in, he said he said in college, that is why it was kind of easy to begin the masturbation and pornography thing, because he was not even taught anything. Um, anything beneficial about the marital embrace and this many beautiful aspects. And that's something that's very important that everybody must understand. God created sex is the third reason for marriage, unity of the spouses. You know, there's procreation, there's the formation of the children in, in the faith, and then there's unity of the spouses. And in that is sex. So sex is not bad. Sex is not evil. People in our brokenness is are the ones that make sex unbeautiful. So don't blame God for that. Don't blame somebody, uh, Pope John, St. Pope John Paul II. Don't blame him for talking about it. Don't blame me for talking about it. What you got to do is get your mind right so that you can, because I know most of us, most of us have been trained to think about sex in a certain way. Um, and that is not what's going to, if you're going to, to, to grow in the mental embrace, cause it takes three to make love with you, God and your wife. If you keep that mindset, you will never be able to have the ultimate in sexual experience with love between you, God and your wife. Okay. So this is why I talk about this. Okay. So like I said, he said in college that it was this is why it was kind of easy to begin the monastic masturbation and pornography thing because he was not even taught anything beneficial about the marital embrace and its many beautiful aspects. He also said that everything he learned, he learned from sources outside the church. Think about that. Everything we learn about sex is learned outside of the church. So once you learn something, it is very, very hard to do what? To reprogram that. We always take something that we learn first, and then when somebody comes and tries to go against that, it causes conflict, right? And so it's very hard to conform us to the other way. That's why the communists and the government and the public school and not the, uh, the schools want your children at five, four and five and six years old so they can start programming your kids until all the way through college. If they can get your kids, boom, they got it. Just like the Jesuits say, the Jesuits say, if I can get your son uh, um, uh, until he's 12 years old, he will love God forever. He will be in the faith forever. See, people really understand how it works. And so this is why when we learn about the marital embrace, the holy caress outside of the church and our parents don't even know about it and don't help us with it, then what happens is we learn it from outside the church, outside our home. And so that is a bad thing. Now, look, I'm not advocating that we start teaching kids about sex. That's not what I'm advocating at all. What I'm saying that everybody, every husband and wife, every fiance and fianceur, I, <laughs> I guess that's, I don't know. But right before you get married, there should be a class on intimacy, intimacy outside the bedroom, intimacy inside the bedroom and how to not take each other for granted. Because what happens is people have sex before marriage, the lust runs out, 
then they get married, and then the sex is cool for a couple of years, and then all of a sudden, boom, intimacy is gone. Okay? And so that's one reason why you must include God in your bedroom, because if you think that your that your sex is gonna your intimacy is gonna last just on its own, it's not gonna happen. You need the help of the Holy Spirit with that. Okay. So, like I said. He also said that everything he learned, he learned from the sources outside the church, which is basically what Satan. Okay, and so this harmed him in his marriage. He said he wished he had had more of what uh, my program teaches about sex, which is what how intimacy affects his wife, how it affects him as a husband, how it should include God and the benefits of including God in our bedrooms, how sex is much more important for his wife and her fulfillment as a woman. And, of course, how her body works during sex, her monthly cycle, and when she enters menopause. See, guys, that's a lot of stuff. And I am not ashamed to say the women, the woman orgasm, the female orgasm is very complicated. And if you don't understand it and understand intimacy and how it works and what's going on, your wife will be unfulfilled as a woman. She will. And we're going to go into that a lot more. I felt empathetic for him as I went through the same scenario in my life, and I was not even Catholic or a Christian. Many people are disordered when it comes to sex, and they are two-faced as well, aren't they? They say sex is dirty or unholy or not appropriate to talk about. But how are we to combat Satan who spreads porn, prostitution, lust, same-sex attraction, masturbation, infidelity in our society? If we don't speak about the holiness holiness of the marital embrace and why God created sex and all of its beauties, and even worse, Satan is is where our innocent I'm sorry, and even worse, Satan is where our innocent children learn about sex too. And and that is what the travesty is, man. Look, I don't know the best way to to speak to your children about sex because they're going to learn once they're five, four and five, and they start going to school outside your your realm, they're going to learn. That's why homeschooled our kids, you know, um, and that's why we did it. That's one of the reasons why we did it, because we know we didn't want a five-year-old teaching our kids about sex. Because, you know, in my family and in my family, all of us, all the men had have had babies in high school before they graduated from high school. Except when, except Jerry's kids, none of my kids have had any babies after until they graduated from high school. Now you might not think that's a big deal. That is a huge deal. That is a huge deal. That is a huge deal. And this is why you've got to understand: if you put your kids in school outside of your home, your kids will be tarnished. They will be corrupted. And I don't know what to tell you. Only thing I can tell you is what we did and what many people do is they home, they they put their family above their job. They put their family above their money and they homeschool their kids. The mother stays home and she takes care of the kids. And really, man, to be honest, when you homeschool, it don't it takes like a half hour a day. Your kid, there's no reason for your kid to be in school six to eight, ten hours a day. It's not. But people allow this, and then when their kid comes home, their kid says something screwed up. They go, oh, my God, what happened? Well, what happened was your kid's been influenced for eight hours by something, uh, some other entities other than you. And so 
when, you know, our wife's got to work and we've got to have all this money. I'm not saying money's not important. I'm not an idiot. But what I am saying is there comes a time where, hell, be an entrepreneur. If you feel your wife's got to work, figure out how to make money on your own, where you don't have to sit, where you and your wife don't have to be gone for 18 hours a day. The only reason your kids gone for that long is because you at work. And so the schools are the parents now, aren't they? Yes, they are. I'll help you on that one. You know, and then you get mad when your kids are disrespectful. You get mad when your kids curse at you. You get mad when your kids are having sex. You get mad when your kids bring home babies. I mean, come on. What I'm saying is, man, I can't tell you how to run your family. But what I can tell you is that if you don't man up and woman up and, and understand the important things in life, which is God, marriage, children, you, you, you're going to be um, you're going to be behind the eight ball. And you will lose your kids. You will, man. It's hard enough keeping your kids when you do things right. Okay? So, that being said, so when we have questions and um, so I'm sorry, so when they have questions and your kids will have questions and we are unable to answer them and worse yet, if they can't get them from us, they will get their answers. Where will they get the answers from? Ask yourself, if your kids don't don't learn about God. Don't learn about Satan. Don't learn about heaven, hell, and purgatory. Don't learn about intimacy and, and the sexual experience. Who are they going to learn it from? You got to figure out. And the good thing is the church has ways to talk to your kids about intimacy, you know, and I think one of the ways is you, you bring them along really, really slow. You just can't start talking about, you know, the stuff that I'm talking about. You know, every every child has a it's a certain level that you talk about them with, you know. And I honestly, I don't really know how the church does it. But there are people out there in the church that know how to talk to talk about sex to the children. Um, because if you don't, you send your kid to school, they're going to learn about transgenderism and homosexuality and heterosexuality just like that in first grade now. I don't know what to tell you, man. All my kids are out of that crap. <laughs> but my wife always says, hey, you got grandkids. I go, oh, dang, that's right. <laughs> okay. So, and, um, so, let me see. Um, I must ask, should we continue to keep our heads in the sand um, on this subject? And moreover, who are we actually benefiting? And the reason Satan is able to do this is because we keep the marital embrace hidden behind some stone wall that can only be brought out inside a dark bedroom. And that may be fine, but many men have no idea on how to sexually satisfy their beloved wife, which is a complete shame. And we're going to go into that a lot more. Being a world-class lover for God and our beloved wife is very important. Understanding the power of God and his creation of the mental embrace is of utmost importance, right? And if we are not taught about it properly right before we are married, especially for husbands, this can drastically hurt our marriage. And many of you have found that out. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the statement, don't worry, they will figure it out. Matter of fact, I hate that statement. You tell young people, oh, don't worry, they'll figure it out. Yeah, they're going to figure out. Of course, they're going to figure out. It doesn't take rocket science on that part, you know, and of course they'll figure it out. Why? Because sex works. They will have children and satisfy their debt to our Lord. But for women, sex is much more than pleasure. 
If you don't know that back now, then listen to me, then man, I must have been doing a really bad job. <laughs> uh, the marital embrace is tied to their satisfaction and fulfillment as a woman. And of course, I'll get a lot of pushback on that from other women. That's because they don't even know themselves for the most part. And women are just like men. They want to have a pleasurable and fulfilling sexual experience too. Women don't like having sex just because of duty. And this is why I don't like the statement of don't worry, they'll figure it out. Because men get this thing of, well, you're my wife and you got to give it to me. That is not true. Yes, of course, in the eyes of God, it's a mortal sin to deny your husband or deny your wife the marital embrace. But my question is, should a woman have to, I mean, shouldn't a woman have to want to make love to her husband sometimes? Shouldn't it be enjoyable for her? Shouldn't she like, well, look forward to it? And see, man, right now when you're when you're you're married, and if you're married and your wife is 18, 19, 20 years old, yeah, you probably don't have to course her to make love. You know why? Because she's very fertile and she's a hot mama right now. <laughs> you know, but I guarantee you, and I make this promise that the older your wife gets, 25. 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 70, 80, the harder it will be to have, be intimate with her. And if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to be very frustrated. And you're going to frustrate her, which will make it even worse. So this is why you young boys, you need to learn what you're doing now because if you're, if you're 19, 20, 25 years old, it's easy to have sex now. It's easy. But when you start getting older, past 25 and 30 and 40 and stuff and 50, your wife's body starts to change. And if you don't know what those changes are, you are going to be in hell. <laughs> trust me. I trust me, dude. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> OK, so um, again, women are just like men. They have to they want to have a pleasurable and a pleasurable and fulfilling sexual experience too. women don't like having sex just because of duty. They would actually like to enjoy it immensely and deeply. This is much more important for them than for men as sex affects them psychologically, emotionally and spiritually. And it affects men in that way, too, but a lot more for women. And for this reasons, husbands understanding this cannot be underestimated. The key to the fulfillment of his wife begins and ends with his ability to sacrifice his wants and desires during the marital embrace. And that means he must at all costs remove premature ejaculation from his marital bed. So what is the definition of premature ejaculation? Well, there are two definitions, the textbook definition and Jerry's holy lover definition. Okay. The textbook definition is a husband loses control before his wife is able to achieve one sexual peak. Okay. That's before she can receive one sexual peak. Okay. That is very, very bad, gentlemen. That is extreme premature ejaculation, and you will lose your wife. There's no doubt about it. You will lose her. You got to get that under control and understand how to do that. Okay. If you don't know how to do that, go to SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. Sign up to talk to one of my coaches. <laughs> You'll we'll figure it out. Okay. Next. Now, this problem is talked uh, about in St. Pope, Pope John Paul II's book, Love and Responsibility, 
where he, as the quote I read for the day, that women rise slowly and women fall slowly. So if as a man, you are not, you are hedonistic, which is what is basically selfishness in the bedroom, which is what he talks about. Instead of being altruistic, then what will happen is your wife will start to feel like an object. And we don't want her to start feeling like that. Okay. That is a very, very bad thing. Naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> okay. So now the holy lover definition, which is my definition and men who, who, who make love the way I've advocated. The holy lover definition is, which is much more, is, which this definition is much more accurate to the needs of wives. And it is a husband remains in control until his wife has achieved all of the sexual peaks a.k.a. orgasms, she needs for that sex session. Okay? So, that is where we are. We're going to take a break. We'll be back, and then we'll get into um, some questions and some question and answers about some misconceptions uh, about premature ejaculation and things like that in the marital embrace and the bedroom um, to help you guys to really understand how important this is to women. And like I said, man, I'm so sorry. It, it, the marital embrace is very complicated. To have kids is easy, right? We all know that. To have, yes, to have children is easy. Okay, any knucklehead can have a child, but it takes a man to be intimate. It takes a man to be blissful. It takes a man to understand the love and caring and the the way his wife needs to the, her concerns and her needs um, as a husband. That is what. That right there is what a real husband is about, okay? And if you don't take the time to learn it, you will look up and 40 years from now, your wife will be asking for a divorce, okay? And so when I come back, we will get into this, and I hope you guys hang out with me. So let's rock this. Bam! If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, gentlemen, we are back, and I hope that you are so curious about the rest of the show. Looks like I got a caller, so we're probably going to have more than two episodes of this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know y'all get tired of me going part two, part three, part four, part five, but man, look, 
I go deeper to the deep, man. I can't, I just can't cover the surface of stuff because you ain't going to learn nothing. Um, the men that join my program, they are so happy when they get in there and they go, oh my God, this stuff is so vast. This is so, it's great. And they learning all this stuff and about intimacy and communication and God and all of this, and how to be a real man, to be quite Christ, you know, and the, and it's the, 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 the information is great. And so this is how I am. I can't help it. I, I can't just give you a little bit. I got to give you all that I can because I understand the weight that's on your shoulders. I really do because it used to be on my shoulders. Okay. Um, and you guys deserve better. If you're going to take an hour to listen to me every day, I'm not, I don't want to bore you. I don't want to, you know, a lot of people come in and out of my podcast and they come, they leave, they come, they leave. That's because they don't, they're ignorant. You know, they don't, they don't have the, they don't, they don't, they don't sit there and say, you know what? If you just listen to me, if you give me five minutes, if you listen to me for five minutes and, and you don't, and you're not getting anything, yes, leave. But don't come in here for 30, a minute. Oh, well, he ain't saying nothing. And then leave. You, what you go, how, what can you learn in 30 seconds, man? <laughs> I mean, be honest with yourself. Th this is marriage. This is marriage, man. This is your beloved. This is your wife, your family. This is complicated stuff. I just can't come in here and get, oh, well, point one, point two, point three. Well, the podcast over, y'all. See you tomorrow. No, this is not how, this is the problem with, our, with, um, with men right now. We can't set our butts down and learn anything that's going to change our life. And I'm telling you, this subject right here that I'm talking about today, it will change your life. It will if you listen and you embrace it and you look at yourself and say, man, is that me? Or what can I do? I mean, if it's not, you go, OK, well, how can I make that better? You know, a lot of people don't like. Listen, you y'all know the deal. Nobody talks about sex with any kind of meaning, do they? they and if they do, it don't include God. So how do you even know what that's even about? And see, if you don't include God, like I said earlier, if you don't include God in your bedroom, dog, you will never have the intimacy that you and your wife deserve. You won't. You won't because you will always be selfish. And in the bedroom with your beloved, the first time you think about yourself in the bedroom, you have failed as a lover. You have failed as a lover, man. And so this is why I ask you to please hear what we talking about today. So that being said, oh, Mr. Andy, Mr. Andy has two quotes today. Some old crazy guy put some old crazy stuff on my stuff this morning, y'all. I'm so sorry. I couldn't delete it. I did it on my YouTube, but I couldn't delete it on, on, the, on the show. So anyway, so Andy says, Jerry, I have a new acronym. Let me show it. He says, Jerry, I have a new acronym for, your, for you, for your show. BMW, Bitch, Moan, and Wine. Love your podcast. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for making me laugh, dude. I needed that. Uh, and then he also says, what does he say? Um, wishing Catholic wedding class. Let me show it so y'all can see it. He says, uh, Andy also says, wishing Catholic wedding class would talk about subjects this deep in spiritual warfare and such. We have such a watered down class, man. I, I agree with you, dog. But that's that's the Reformation, dude. That's what happened to Reformation. And that's why I feel so sorry for Protestants. That's why I feel so sorry for Protestants, man, because, dude, they for five. Think about all the generations 
that Protestants has been watered down, the faith has been watered down to them from the Catholic Church. Just think about that for over 500 years. That's why they have problems, you know. And so this is why I try my best to inform you guys on a lot of stuff in the faith. So to help you lead yourself out of that craziness, okay? Good quote. Um, And then he says, diet has something to do with it, with premature ejaculation. Of course it does, Andy. Everything you put in your mouth, everything you put in your your mouth affects your sexual health. It's time for you guys to start understanding that. You can't eat what you want. You can't eat when you want. You can't do all this crazy stuff to your body and think that you're going to be you're going to be a high performer, a world-class lover cuz you ain't. <laughs> okay? All right. So, all right, I got a caller. I'm going to bring my caller on and I hope y'all that my technology works because it's been a while since I had a caller since I was on vacation and stuff. So, let me bring them in. Uh. Uh. So, let me go talk. Good morning, Jerry. Hey, what's up, Juan? I missed you, man. How you doing? Hey, miss you too, bro. It's <laughs> doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, me and some of the fellas in the in the um, group be saying, "Man, when we gonna get when Jerry come back? Well, you know, we we gotta get you back on there, Juan, because you be making it live too. You and that one uh, man. So, you know, JB had geeked me up too, so I know he's listening too. So, but this is this is a real subject. We was all talking about it. We um with. Premature ejaculation with the intimacy with the sex. Do you know there's a lot of men and women don't know the difference between sex and intimacy? That is yep. very crucial. And mm-hmm. I learned this, you know, what was going on in my marriage too. My wife looked more towards sex than the intimacy. So another thing that's real touchy too is about ED. You know, so uh, what do you do? when you can't perform the sex and you lack the intimacy because the person was looking more towards the sex and thinking that was intimacy. So I just learned not too long ago, my wife didn't know how to differentiate the two. That's why it's very important for our kids to see the parents intimate outside the bedroom, holding hands, kissing, nurturing each other. They think everything is always a vagina and penis. You know what I'm saying? These younger kids. But when I talk to my wife, um, when she do want to talk, I told her this is before um, we had fell out this year. I was like, if anything happens to where I'm not able to perform sexually, would you still love me? Will we continue to be husband and wife? She said, yes. She didn't realize what it was until it actually happened. So when it went down, it just like, that's when everything started going down. Cause you know, the more, that we've been having the group, the more we've been talking, the more you have to do your psychoanalysis on yourself to where you see exactly where the fairy is. That was one of them. So communication and lack of intimacy killed the marriage, basically. You know what I'm saying? Because one or both people didn't know how to be intimate because they was always on a sexual base. So not having, knowing how to do the two can kill your marriage. You got to know how to be sexual, sensual, and intimate. Mm -hmm. So, that, that what you mean with intimacy and sex? So what we say is not the difference between intimacy. It's not the difference between intimacy and sex. It's the difference between intimacy and eroticism. Okay, sex is what sex is the the, the noun, right? So it's not neither good nor it's not it's not good nor bad. It's just it's the noun. What you're saying is intimacy and eroticism. Eroticism is of lust, right? Um, intimacy 
and also eroticism is it, it it presents itself as intimacy, but it's really not. It's not long lasting. And this is why you hear me talk about intimacy is of God. Eroticism is of lust of the devil. And so the reason your wife look, this is why I try to get you guys to understand that you must lead your home and you must also lead in, and that includes the bedroom. Because think about it. Many, most women, most men's wives have had sex before them. They're not virgins. Mm-hmm. So when a woman gets married, she's just going on what she had before. She just go on the sex she had before. My wife went through it. My first wife, you know, all most women these days do. Not every woman okay. has had sex before, but most women have because of what we've talked about earlier. So this is why as a so that's husband, what I'm saying too. Hold up. That everybody base everything off intercourse instead of intimacy. You know, right. everything is always intercourse, intercourse, and with the eroticism. So right. all that mixture kills the intimacy. So that's that you're right. And you know, we we saying the same thing. So when you just base everything off of intercourse and not intimacy, and then when intercourse somehow stop because of you know, God forbid, an illness or you know something happened, you might be a paraplegic or whatever like that. What do you do? You know what I'm saying? So right. now you got to get retrained and relearned how to be intimate. And are people willing to do that because they're so caught up in their mind? So you get in your 30s and 40s, you know, you make it out your 20s. Good. You did good. But now you got to make it through the rest of your life learning how to take oh, care of this body that's I, going downhill. Right. So what I was getting to is women will women can relearn. Women aren't like men in, in, when it comes to sex. They're not. Women will women are willing to relearn if you as a husband improve and you get your act together. That's what I was trying to get to. Believe it or not, women, I've had many women, not me personally. I'm, I'm sorry. That came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to say is I've had many men that have retrained their wife about intimacy. And because women they are affected a lot more. And so when they have sex with anyone other than their husband, they get damaged as we'll go into later. But you've got to understand that the more you love your wife outside the bedroom, the more you're intimate with her, you know, and the more you connect with her on an emotional level outside the bedroom, the more she is willing to love you the way you want to be loved inside the bedroom. Another thing you got to teach her. A lot of times you got to teach her Women know a lot of things too these days. Um, I've even had guys that their wives were virgins, and their the white the, the woman was like, "Well, I can't, I can't orgasm." So the the thing about it is, that's, is if a woman can't orgasm, it's because of her husband. It's not because of her. Please hear what I'm saying. If a wife cannot have a sexual peak for years and weeks and months, it's because of her husband. Because her husband is not prolonging the sex act long enough for her body to receive him and to warm up to him and to be ready for him. And guys are impatient. They think they're, you know, guys are masturbating, guys are watching pornography, guys are selfish. And so what they do, if it ain't happening in five minutes, 15, 20 minutes, they're like, oh man, this is a waste of time. This is over. Let me hurry up so we can be done. And when you think, like you said, Juan, when you think about sex like that, you're gonna get what you we're gonna get what you what you give. You see what I'm saying? And you know, a lot of women too, I notice they don't love themselves. Because if it, you know it takes a lot of self-love too for men and women to know what they want. So me saying that is, reason I'm saying that is, 
when you tell your wife what you want and need, it makes the job easy. And the same thing, vice versa. When a woman can open up about herself and her body, her mind, body, and soul, it makes the man's job easy. We don't just go in there blindsided. You know, some people are just selfish. They get what they get and roll over and go to sleep. And you stuck there looking like, what just happened? Where my turn at? You know? So, like you said, you want to make sure your wife gets hers before you get yours. And then you get yours. And then everything is good. Then both of y'all can sit back and smoke a cigar and go to sleep. Okay. But so at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, you got to make sure you have good communication. And I noticed that too, because a lot of us either had one or both parents. And now if you get with a woman that didn't have other parent in there, that hinders a lot of process too. I noticed too. So here's the deal. Women these days do not know. They know what they, they may know what they want, but they don't know what they need. That's a big difference. Women may know what they want, yeah. but they don't know what they need. I've had women, they'll go, okay, well, we had the guy, her, her husband goes, well, she had she had her first uh, sexual peak. Well, I'm done now. She goes, I'm done now. She's not done. She doesn't really know that because in her past lovemaking sessions with whoever she's had, had sex with over the years, that's kind of how they trained her to. Well, I have mine. He has his. It's over. But see, it's not over. What five minutes or ten minutes or fifteen minutes doesn't even doesn't even give you time to explore each other. That's the right. animal, that's why you hear me say that sex cannot be animalistic. It must be blissful. Blissful. Blissful means exploring each other, including God, understanding what that means, and prolonging that session until your wife is completely happy. Now, you asked about ED. ED is a whole different other story. Um, and I'm going to cover, that's the next, believe it or not, that's the next holy lover gift. Is gift number 28. A holy lover is not impotent. Now, now another thing too, someone being sick and having like a devastating disease like cancer or lung cancer or something like that or prostate cancer, whatever, that's a little different than having ED because of other stuff. And so when someone, when they've been cut on, it's a little, it's a lot different than someone who's taking medications and they, they won't get their diet together and they're eating the wrong things and it's causing erectile dysfunction and they're having on high blood pressure, man, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're going to talk about that. The next gift, I don't know if it's going to be next week, but it'll, it'll be soon. Okay. But to answer your question and I'm going to have to let you go. To answer your to answer that question, um, you when you have problems with like uh, uh, say you know that you've been cut on or whatever, there are things apparatuses that can help you. There's also things that if you don't take the medication, sometimes your uh, your penis might start working again. But what I always tell guys to do is when you have any kind of erectile dysfunction problem, the first thing, or any kind of disease, or any kind of uh, health problem, especially sexual health problems, you fast first. You fast, Mm -hmm. and you go to protein in your diet, and you get away from all sugars, all carbohydrates, all man-made foods, because those things cause mental problems, they cause health problems, and then you fast, and then your body will start to heal itself, and sometimes what can happen is your body will heal itself. 
Um, and so we start there. And then if the fasting doesn't work, if the change of diet doesn't work, then we look at apparatuses like pumps and other things like that. Um, but believe it or not, man, many times, even when somebody's been cut on, a lot of times those things work. Um, another thing that people got men got to understand too, if you if you have ED, which means you can't hold an erection, a lot of times um, that means your hormones are low. So your sexual, all of our hormones as men, all of our hormones are contained in our semen. So if you're sitting there masturbating every day, every other day, three or four times a week, a couple times a week or something, all you're doing is depleting your hormones, and then you start trying to make love to your wife, and you're, you can't you can't maintain an erection, and so then your wife gets unhappy, and like, what's wrong with you? And you you don't you lose your confidence. Pornography does the same thing. All these things cause triggers, um, mm-hmm. and so what we got to do is understand, man, that there are a lot of things that that can help. Um, but really, it all stems from you guys and what you are you willing to sacrifice to get yourself right as a man. As Jesus sacrifice Christ, sacrifice and communication. Yep. So, all right, buddy. I hope that helped you, man. And uh, I talk to you t- today or tomorrow. All right. Thank you. All right, Jerry. Thanks. All right, y'all. So look, let me switch back um, to presentation. So I hope that helped y'all. That's why I love callers. Cause see, I wouldn't have went into erectile dysfunction today. I wouldn't have, but he asked, and so I could it. That's why callers are important. Okay, because everybody's situation is different. Everybody's situation, they have a different wife, different marriage. The thing about it is, the main thing you must understand about your wife is she doesn't really know what she needs, man. She really don't. And so if you become a holy lover and you start giving her all these gifts and all these things, then she'd realize, oh, my God, man, this is great. Wow, I didn't know I was missing that, you know. And this is why women tell me all the time, what do you know about women? You know about women, about our enemies and stuff. Yes, I do. I know more about women than most women know about themselves. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying it's the truth. (laughs) It's, It's the truth, you know. But many women... If their husband doesn't lead right, they will not change. Okay. So with that being said, we are past the first break. And so now what we're going to do, gentlemen, is we got 15 minutes. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through these questions um, that talks about premature ejaculation and the intimacy and how important it is. So, and I'm going to answer them. um, And so that you guys can start to understand how important these is. Now, a lot of these questions I've covered in previous episodes and stuff, but I know I have new listeners all the time. Um, and plus, you know, we, I, I give a lot of information and so guys forget stuff. And so I, I like to bring stuff up again, but for this, for this, um, for this episode and this subject is very important that we fully understand. Okay. So let's get going with the first question. So how does your wife's fulfillment sexually relate to her fulfillment as a woman? Now, if I sat, put a woman off the street or any of my friends, even my wife probably, and I said, you know, the way your husband makes love to you will define you, uh, will give you fulfillment as a woman and define you as a woman and make you completely fulfilled and sexually and satisfactory and happy. I'd get pushback, wouldn't I? What do you mean? I don't need no man. I don't need him to do nothing to me for me to be who I am. That's right. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> We've all heard that one, right, gentlemen? We've all heard that one, right? So, but you, this is like, you can't, you can't, women these days, you just can't approach them with stuff because they have these feministic beliefs. They're demonically influenced. They ain't going to hear you. So the best way you do it is like with my wife, you got to teach them and you got to teach them, and, which was what? Not teach them with your mouth. You teach them with your actions. And that's how you win them over. So the love of her husband is top priority and why she signed up for marriage. Women will tell you that they their husband's love is important to them. And so if we as we don't we got to remember that women sign up for our love, gentlemen. They don't sign up for all for the money, for all this other uh, your job uh, and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Those things are important. I had a client tell me that a couple weeks ago. Jerry, she says she, she's got to have that money. She like, of course, your wife does. She wants a roof over her head. She wants a car. She wants to eat. <laughs> you know, of course, money and, and 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 career are important, but that's not her. If you ask her, that's not her number one thing. Her number one thing is the love of her husband. Does he love me? Does he treat me well? Okay. Next, the way her husband loves her directly, uh, the way her husband loves her directly relates to her fulfillment as a woman and her fulfillment sexually. You got to remember, man, women are receivers. And so when we make love to our wives, it's very deep for them. And so if we're making love to our wife and we're done in five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 or 20 minutes, all we're doing is doing a disservice to the, to the, to the sexual act, to our intimacy, to our one flesh union with our beloved. We've got to start looking at our wife as our beloved and not as a partner. Because a partner, I just get on the top of my partner and I'm done in two minutes and we good to go. Should be all right. I can't tell you how many guys tell me, oh, yeah, man, I make sure I always make sure my wife get hers. How do you even know what hers is? Do you even know what hers is? Of course you don't. Of course you don't. And so this is why this is so important. We must expand your mind. The way you make love to your wife and the way your intimacy is. It, it helps your wife become fulfilled and satisfied as a woman and her sexual satisfa satisfaction, too. They both go hand in hand. I cannot tell you how important that is. If you understand that mindset, it will change the way that you approach your wife with making love to her. Your wife is not some floozy on the street. Your wife is not a prostitute. Your wife is your beloved. And if you don't treat her like that, she will rebel against you. That's why most dudes, once they get past 30 or 35, they ain't having sex like they want. You know why? Because they don't know how to teach, they treat their wife and take her for granted. And she knows she's tired of that crap. Your wife, listen, always remember, don't get it twisted. You are the pursuer. Your wife is the pursuee. She knows what she's got. Do you know what she's got? If you know what your wife's got, you will treat her appropriately. <laughs> Stop taking her for granted. Don't think you can be mean to your wife, give her all this crap to do, neglect her, go play golf nine to 18 holes every week, play your video games. Oh, man, I want some sex. And then go have sex with your wife. She's going to rebel against you after, uh, after a while. You've got to treat, we've got to, listen, gentlemen, we've got to treat our wives 
like they're the most important thing in our life, like they're diamonds, pearls, like they're jades, like they're jewels, like they're gold and platinum, you know, like they're the blessed mother. That's how you treat your wife, dude, all the time, even when you're mad. You always control yourself. You always treat teach her, treat her in the way that she needs to be treated, not how she wants, how she needs to be treated to know that you care. Then the intimacy will take care of itself with her. Women connect on an emotional, psychological, and spiritual level when it comes to intimacy. And if you don't know that, you're going to screw it up. Okay? Um, next. number Question number two. Why is understanding your wife's inhibitions and trauma so important to your marriage? So the reason that I have you make love the way I ask you to and, and not be a premature ejaculator is because you're not just trying to have pleasure with your wife. Don't get me wrong. It's very important and it's 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 a good thing. Also, procreation is very important. It's not just about procreation. I understand that. But you've got to understand that your wife has had trauma over her life. So whether that be miscarriages, whether that be abortions, whether that mean whether that be sleeping with other men other than her husband, whether that be her being sexually abused, whether that being losing a parent or losing a child or whatever, women don't get rid of trauma like men do, and so they have inhibit like that creates inhibitions in them, and inhibitions builds puts up walls. That's why when you're making love to your wife and she's not having a sexual peak like you think she should, because she's got walls built up. So what you do as a man, you love her so hard that you drop those walls. And once you drop those walls, what do you get? You get your true wife. Devoid of all that crap that she's built up over her life before she's married you. Okay? So, as trauma happens in a wife's life, she begins to feel unloved and incomplete. Healing can only be accomplished by uh, through uh, fully through God and her beloved husband. Examples of trauma. I already talked about that. Okay, so that's important, guys. You got to understand when your wife goes through trauma. If that's why you've got to be there for her, you can't be thinking about yourself. You cannot be thinking about yourself. You are the rock of the family. I'm not saying you can't cry. I'm not saying you can't be sorrowful. I can't say I'm not saying any of those things. I'm saying, though, you got to get together quick and you got to be the rock for those kids and for your wife. That's your responsibility. OK. Number three, why what why are the six phases of fulfillment so important to a wife? Most women, especially these days, have much trauma, pain, inhibitions. They are filled with so much junk from their lives. This pain builds up and they become combative, frustrated, depressed and unhappy. So hear what I just said, gentlemen. We're in the old school, and we I know you guys here talking about today, but in the old school, we used to say if a woman, if a woman is mean and she is unhappy and she's uh trying to confront and be fighting and stuff, she needs some what? She's had sexual problems. <laughs> right? We all know it, but nobody says it. Okay. But it's you don't really know how true it is. It is true. So listen. If your wife is combative with you, which means arguing and fighting, confronting you as a man, if she seems frustrated all the time, if she's depressed, if she seems unhappy, what does it do? Diet and 
intimacy. Those two things were cure most all, all in the sacraments. Those three things were cure almost all that. But see, most people don't know that. We don't learn that stuff. Okay. So the anger and frustration most times is directed to their husband. Why? Because we are the easy targets, right? And if things get worse, it can even transfer to the children. So if your wife is frustrated with you and she's frustrated with the kids and she's frustrated at work, dude, this is, these are signs that your wife is unhappy, that she's depressed, that she's got problems. And stop trying to dope your wife up. Stop trying to dope your wife up and send her to send her to a doctor and get this crazy mess and stuff. That's just gonna make it worse. You've got to, you know. I know women don't listen to her. If your if your if your wife believes you don't love her, she won't listen to you. But it's still your job to try to guide your wife. Okay, all right. So the faith, the six phases of your wife's sexual fulfillment help her to reach her sacred self, which is the woman that God created her to be. Wife's passion and arousal must begin outside the bedroom for extended intimacy and fulfillment. Wives' sexual fulfillment and fulfillment as a woman is very complicated. Many husbands realize that a woman's sexual desire rises slowly and falls slowly, but many don't realize why. So the reason, one of the, some things that, this is the reason why your wife rises, her sexual uh, arousal rises slowly and it falls slowly. So even Pope, uh, even Pope St. Pope John Paul II said it. I read in the quote today. Okay, even the church understands this stuff. This is why I be trying to tell y'all, man. The Catholic Church knows what's going on. Jesus Christ knows what's going on, man. That's why you to get your butt, you know, you uh, get your nose in the book <laughs> and learn what's happening. Okay, get your butt to mass confession. Stop playing around. <laughs> okay, so. The reason, so this is why men men don't realize why women rise slowly and fall slowly. For the virtue of patience of their husbands, right? So the woman rises slowly and falls slowly to get you, the man, to love her properly. If you can just go in there and blam, 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 then, you know, what is that teaching you? That's not teaching you nothing, is it? Okay. Uh, who gets used to sacrificing his desires for that of his wife? So you must be patient. You got to get used to withholding Remain in control and not thinking about yourself and think about your wife because you're not just having sex anymore as a holy lover. You're not just having sex. You are trying to get rid of your wife's inhibitions, her pain, her trauma. And this is why you hear me talk about spiritual warfare with your wife. This is why you hear me talking about you've got to know how to make love to your wife because she's very fragile. Don't, listen, don't look at these movies and TV and these feminists don't know nothing about women. They really don't. If they did, they'd all be married, have kids, and have men and women, I mean, have men and kids that love them more than anything in the world. But most of them don't, do they? Hmm. Next, it takes your wife's body a minimum of 20 minutes to even be ready to completely receive her husband in the marital embrace. It's another thing you guys got to remember. Your wife, if, you, if your sex session is over in 20 minutes or less, your wife ain't into it. Sure, you might get your wife to have one sexual peak, okay, maybe two. But that if 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 that if she's not, that's not enough for her, right? So what you gotta do is most times, most times, and your wife's body has to warm up to you, be ready to receive you. 
And this is why you must be inserted for more than 20 minutes because then your wife's body starts to realize what's going on and then the intimacy becomes blissful. You start to explore each other and then that's how you get to holy lover status where you can understand God, your wife, your marriage, your intimacy and how all of that stuff starts to work together. You can't do that in a five-minute quickie. That's why I don't like quickies because they ain't about nothing. They don't do nothing but get you off. And that ain't about nothing. That's animalistic. And you can't sustain a marriage on that. Because once you, listen, another thing too, once your butt gets 45 and 50 and 60 and 70 and 80, you can't be making love like that anyway. Because your body, because your body going to be hurting. Because <laughs> your body going to be hurting. <laughs> hey, your body's breaking down. You got arthritis. Your back problems. <laughs> you got to learn how to make love over the decades, not just in your 20s, okay? So, uh, for this reason, a husband must prepare himself for intimacy with his wife outside the bedroom with his diet and the removal of toxins in his body for high sexual performance, okay? Now, high sexual performance is very it can be done, gentlemen. I don't care if you're 90 years old. I don't care if you're 20 years old. You can have high sexual performance, but you got to know how to do it. Okay? Don't think just because I'm 60 years old, I can't have, no, I can't have sex no more. The reason you can't have sex no more because you're taking all these medications and you're trying to, you putting food is more important than your sexual health and your body. And you've got to understand, once you start getting sick, okay, it's time to start curbing what I put in my mouth. Because I'm telling you, the more medications you put in your mouth, the more of the wrong foods you put in your mouth. And when I say wrong foods, I mean anything but protein. That's what I mean. Just don't even get twisted. Fruit is crap because it's full of sugar. Potato chips are crap because it's full of carbohydrates. Bread is crap because it's full of carbohydrates. All that stuff is toxic to your body. Your body goes into a uh, your body goes into a tra traumatic situation, and the carb the carbs and sugars must be burnt off first in order for you to start burning fat, which is what the body wants. Okay, so this is why high sexual performance can be obtained no matter how old you are. Most people don't know that they think it's just bad luck. It ain't bad luck. It ain't bad luck. It's me putting the wrong crap in my mouth. Okay? The diet you need when you have sexual problems is protein or fasting and water. Purified water. That's it. Maybe some carbonated water or something. You've got it. Once you get sick, man, you can't be thinking I can eat the way I, can, I ate before. Obviously, your body is rebelling against that. You cannot do that, gentlemen. Once you get lung, lung cancer, okay, I can't eat like I ate before. Once you get ED, I can't eat like I ate before. Once you, If you got premature ejaculation, you can't eat the way you ate before. Because why? You got a family to take care of. You got a wife to, to please and love and, and know that she is loved. And it's your responsibility as a man to not be sick and stop acting like a rat and a roach in, in, uh, in, in the... Uh, you know, in the uh, in the Holocaust or something about, you know, the, the, the war, you know, the, the, the bombs being dropped and stuff. Stop acting like, you know, like a roach and adapting to everything. Don't adapt to your sickness. Get mad at your sickness and get rid of it so that you can get off those medications 
so that you can be a high performer, a holy lover, a world-class lover. Because you cannot be a world-class lover if you have diabetes and you take an insulin and all this kind of stuff, whatever the diabetes people take. You can't do that, man. You you got to start thinking about your, your responsibilities as a man, your responsibilities as a husband, that your wife truly needs you. And then not just that, your children need you. You've, we've got to stop thinking about ourselves as men. Be like Christ, man. Be like Christ, please. He sacrificed his whole being for his bride, the church. So that's what he's asking you to do. Stop thinking about yourself. Get your butt off these medications. You can do it. All you got to do is change your diet. That's all you got to do and be consistent with it. Then you're... Uh, then you'll lose your premature ejaculation, you'll lose your ED, you'll get healthy again, and you could be a high performer uh, lover for your wife so that she realizes how much you care. How can you build an emotional connection with your wife if you're not having, if you're not making love to her? Think about that. Sure, you know, Jerry, you can have a high, you can still have a commotion connection with your wife. Yeah, you can, but it ain't it ain't it ain't strong. Y'all just in a mediocre marriage, everybody just hanging out. I'm talking about being passionate about each other, being passionate about including God in your marriage and, and that kind of passion and impassioned marriage for each other that you love each other so much. And you, you know, this is your life for the rest of your life. This is what I'm talking about. Okay. So real quick, and then we're done for today. Much of mental illness today in women comes from a lack of fulfilling intimacy from their husbands and their diet. Fulfilling intimacy can even combat the mental effects of menopause in wives. How can I say that intimacy can fix menopause? You know why? Because I did it. <laughs> you know, so that's what I'm telling you. You've, we, I, when I say you got to learn your wife's body, gentlemen, I'm not joking with you. I'm not joking with you. Your wife, first of all, when you learn your wife's body, whether she's 20 or 80, she will love you for it. She would know that you truly care about her. And if you understand her body and how it works, what she's going through with menopause, what she goes through in her monthly cycle and all these kind of things. Heck, man, what woman wouldn't want to give you herself? Because you know how to treat her. You know you care. You show you care. No, I man, I got to go work. I ain't got time for that. Okay, well, hey, brother, it's your life. <laughs> it's, your, it's your sex life. <laughs> it's your marriage. <laughs> you know, so... The six phases of your wife's complete sexual fulfillment are prayers. That's all, of course, that's number one. Then the best friend concept, intimacy outside the bedroom, foreplay, her initial rise, and then lastly, her, her rise to complete sexual fulfillment and completeness as a woman. Those are the six phases of your wife's uh, sexual fulfillment and completeness as a woman, okay? So, uh, I did a full explanation of these six phases. If you want to know more, watch Catholic Alpha Radical Life, episode 154. Okay, episode 154. So, okay, we're done for the day. I went over by six minutes. I'm sorry. Wait, sorry, because I want you guys to know what's going on. So we're going to stop right there for the day, and we'll begin part two right there on Wednesday on question number four. Um, so that you guys, so be with me tomorrow, gentlemen. Oops. In part two. So we're going to begin part two right there. And so tomorrow, I want y'all here at 10 o'clock. 
so we can rock this and understand what's going on um, and so that you can learn more about what's happening with your wife and her body and intimacy and premature ejaculation. Be right back. Bam. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. If you're getting value from this podcast, it just keeps doing that. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, y'all. But anyway, it's over now. Okay, so thank you all for being here today, and um, I want to need to know that you know that uh, uh, we will pick this up tomorrow. And um, looks like we're gonna have more than two shows. <laughs> So that being said, though, I hope you got something out of our show today, and I hope that this helps you in your marriage and helps you understand your wife a little bit better, a lot better, I hope, um, because a lot of people are going to tell you different, and I'm, I, all I can do is get, inform you. I'm not trying to convince you of nothing. I just really want to inform you so when people tell you silly stuff, you can you can kind of like you know put that against what what I'm trying to teach you. And the Holy Spirit is trying to talk to you and, and kind of make your own decision. Um, but, man, divorces are bad for a reason. They're up there for a reason. So try your best to, to, to start to learn about your wife, evaluate yourself, and get into spiritual warfare and prayer um, for her, and you'll see things start to change. Okay, so as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort. But you weren't made for comfort. You, you, you were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang!